0: The Business is brought to you by Audible.com.
1: everybody. Welcome to Season 4. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're married with a business. We're here to share tips, tricks, stories, and just uh, general like what's going on in our lives about being a husband and wife team that own and operate a business together.
0: Yeah, it's great to be able to share our experience, what we're learning along the way, and connect with other couples who are running businesses and see what's working for them and what we can all share together.
1: Yeah, so we've got some great episodes lined up for you over the next couple of weeks uh, to finish off the year and hear a little bit about you know, to have, I feel like you know, it's nice to have somebody that Is going through the same thing that you're going through, you know? And I think that that's what a lot of people like, is they like to hear, hey, I'm not the only one having a hard time, you know? So it's, I'm not the only one that has struggles and has challenges and has gotten better and learned new things. And so that's what we're here to do.
0: We've made a lot of friends. We've gotten to talk to people who were already our friends. Um, We've learned stuff and it's been fun to share tips with other couples. You know, we've gotten feedback from people that, you know, oh, I really liked this episode and I decided I was going to start doing X, Y, Z. So it's it's been fun to collaborate with everybody.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So Allison, tell me something good.
0: Something good. Oh, I love it when we start like this. Um, So we are recently back from two weeks on vacation In Delaware, in coastal Delaware, Um, if you have been listening to the show all along, you know that our leaving our business for two weeks has been an ongoing process. Two years ago, we made the initial decision to do it, and then we had to figure out what had to be true for it to happen. And we did it last summer, and it went fairly smoothly. And we spent the year working on updating and changing systems and people and stuff. And so we did it again, and it went even better this time. So that was exciting. It was great to... This year has been very difficult um, with the business, with um, some medical issues I've had. Um, So it was nice to just literally actually be able to step away. And for the first time ever, I'd never had maternity leave. I've worked always. And so this was the first time I've really, really had days where I did not think about my business in over 20 years.
1: Yeah. I think that, you know, thinking about the two weeks we did last year in 2021 and the two weeks that we did this year in 2022, they were vastly different uh, because I think last year there were, we had to schedule time during those two weeks away to work. Like we had to say, okay, I've got to work Monday from X to Y and Wednesday to do payroll X to the Y. And that was last year. Last year we did a lot of that. This year, we didn't do as much of that. This year, there were times where we had to sit down and obviously answer emails or deal with things that came up. But we didn't have to do it as much. Right. Um, Our
0: people are better. We have been working on improving our hiring process over the last two years. So I think literally the people who are executing in our company are significantly better. Um, And we continued to add to our systems manual, our training manual. Anytime something came up, um, is Allison answering that question? Does she have to answer that question? How can I train somebody to do it themselves? Or if I did answer the question, adding it to the manual of how could somebody else answer that question?
1: Yeah. And I think one of the other key things that we did this year um, was that we decided that it would be good for our key manager, Uh, Mark, who who runs things when we're not around, um, who runs things in general, we decided to get him some one-on-one, you know, training and coaching. And that's really made a difference with him.
0: Yeah. I think that his leadership skills have really improved since he's been working with um, Tim Fowler, who is a construction coach. The other thing that really helped me personally is my bookkeeper has taken on more. She's asking for more to do and she said to me before you leave for vacation you need to train me on how to submit payroll and process it and those are two big things that always take a lot of time for me when I'm on vacation to have to log into our system and so it was really nice for her for me to have her push me she is pushing me a lot more to be doing the things she should be doing and taking them away from me.
1: Yeah. But I will say, and this is what we're going to talk about this week, we came back from vacation and we had what I'm going to say was a week of curveballs.
0: Yeah. Day one, it's always fine. Day two is when they throw them at us.
1: I always, see, I always feel like it's that way. I always feel like day one, when you come back from vacation, you're like, oh, day one, it's not bad. And I made it through the day. I put my whatever, eight, ten hours in, got my stuff done. It wasn't a big deal. I mean, I had stuff I had to deal with because I hadn't been around for two weeks, but nothing crazy. And then day two... Tuesday, all the crazy kind of fell down on us.
0: Yeah, and I think that, you know, you're always going to have change. We are always going to have curveballs. Um, it just always feels like for us it's vacation is when we is when we experience those things. And I think we have to understand that change will happen. And we talked a lot about how, like, two steps forward, one step back. Um, and as a business owner, I think we're always experiencing that. I think, you know, Twenty years, we're ready for it to be a little bit more even than it is. Right. Um, but some change is challenging, and some change is, you know, is not as challenging. And we just have to be open minded and remember that um, it comes with the territory of owning a business. But every time we get a curveball, we need to, we need to, and we need to work through it. Can we look at it and see? Could we? do something different in the future so that it, this curveball or this incident doesn't happen again.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, uh, uh, it's kind of funny because I think that I wondered if if all of this had happened while maybe it was in the middle of when we went, hadn't gone away, maybe it was like in the middle of the summer when we'd been around all summer or it had been. Would we have still felt like, you know, an employee giving us a two week notice or um, a key a key person's family member passing away and having to go deal with that and not be in the... Like, would those things, those are some of the things that came up this week, would those have felt like curveballs in that instance, or is it only because we came back from vacation that they felt like a curveball?
0: Yeah, I think it's because we came back from vacation. I mean, there's nothing we could do about somebody passing away, but I think that sometimes things... Pile up right. because we were gone for two weeks, and so something that one thing might have happened at the beginning of our the the same time period, there would have been more space. I think.
1: Well, and I I think that's one thing I was gonna I was thinking about, which is that's exactly right. It kind of stuff kind of piles up. Like it may not be. In our team and our employees and our systems have gotten to the point where it's like it doesn't need to be dealt with today. But when Craig and Allison get back or, you know, when there's time, we need to talk about these things. And so those things kind of all piled up when you leave for two weeks. Right. And then when you get back, there's a lot of those things, I think, that unleash themselves. Now, obviously, you know, somebody's, you know, family member passing away and them having to deal with that and and being out of the business and everybody trying to, you know, take over their role, that's a different situation. I think that that's, you know, that that's not something that built up over the two weeks. That's something that just happens and you have to be prepared for everybody to sort of jump in on that. But I feel like some of the other stuff it is. It's like you if you go away, if you're going to step out of your business for that amount of time, you need to come back in with the mindset of there might be some curveballs that come that first week you're back.
0: Exactly. You know, curveballs come in a lot of different forms. They come as People, you know, your clients or family members or team members, um, accidents, health issues, there's lots of different types of things that can get thrown at you. And so how you address them is Different, But we we had been talking not just this week, but in general with some of some people about like, OK, in general, how do you handle it? And, you know, maybe if we can come up with a good system or plan that when something unexpected, a curveball, no matter what it is, happens, this is the process we're going to use to work through it.
1: Yeah. How do you feel like, Allison, you handle When a curveball comes, like, how do you not not just like, obviously, because you're a business owner and because you, you know, and because it's our business, you jump in and you get done what needs to get done. But emotionally, how do you feel like you handle it?
0: Poorly. (laughs) Honestly, it's true. And so some of the things that we I talked about with some colleagues this last week as we worked through it. um, Yeah, I handle it badly. Um, I want to. Okay, I get very as uh, m- upset as I get outwardly I get very detached and, emotion- and emotionless and I'm like okay if this is what the issue is this is what the issue is we gotta, f- we gotta figure it out and move forward right. um, and I want to s- jump to execute a plan bef- but I think that having talked to people, there's some more steps that we need to talk about before we get into executing a plan.
1: Well, and I think the, uh, I think the question that I really should have asked or the way we should have approached it is how do we think the other person reacts during that? Because like I do, I feel like, and you're not wrong. I feel like you go into this, like, uh, you get very, you get very tunnel visioned when a curveball happens or a crisis happens and you need to deal with it. So for me like i feel like okay like your your focus was all right we have a a person that's you know stepping out of a role that gave us a two-week notice we need to fill that role your vision just everything else outside kind of shrinks down to just that one thing and that's a good thing i think that's a good thing because i i think you're probably the only person in the company that thinks that way or does that
0: two weeks isn't long enough when you've got a killer employee who decides that they need to transition somewhere else. Yeah. Two weeks is no time. Right. Like whatsoever. And it's terrifying to me sometimes. You know, if we're asking somebody to leave, we've kind of already have that game plan in our mind. But when you get blindsided, it's like, holy Lord, we've got all these things happening. I'm not gonna find somebody in two weeks, let alone interview them train them and get them up to speed.
1: Right. Especially in the, you know, in the role that we're looking in, it's not a, it's not a job that you just, you have a back and you just jump in. I mean, everything's very specific to our company in the role, that that role. So it is tough. I agree with you. Like, uh, so how do you feel I am?
0: I was going to say, I feel like you get much more emotional and Introspective and mm. upset, and take it personally. Um, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily think my people are replaceable. I, you are, you stay on my team because I love you, and there is something that you do that's better than anybody else. Um, but, but then I, so I, I think I give, off, I give off that. Well, you're replaceable. I'll just move on. But that's kind of how I deal with my. I shut down, and right. then later I deal. I think about. God, this just sucks. I just love this person. Right. I want I want them to succeed. And if our team isn't where, where they think they're going to succeed right now, that's okay. But that's not the impression I give off at first. You, I think, get very, this is emotional and sad and introspective. And what did I do? Mm. Um, and... Oh my god, we're never going to move forward from here.
1: Yeah, I think for me, like you and I you you hit it right on the head. And I and to be honest with you, I think this is one of the one of the major reasons, one of many, a million reasons why you and I, you know, are a great team together and being a husband and wife and being able to understand each other's emotions going into a situation like this, a, a giant curveball like you said, like it's a person that we love on our team. I mean, they I they're not leaving because of anything we did and and, and we're and we're not wanting them to leave. But it's just a better opportunity came along that we can't match, and that's that's part of owning a business and part of having employees, and I understand that. But um, this is one of the things where I think that it's good for you and I, that we're married, being a married couple uh, and understanding each other's emotions. Because I think you, you go, you're one side, I'm the other side, and that helps us balance it. Like it would be bad if – I think it would be bad for all of our employees if it was just you and everybody felt like, well – Allison just got cold and she doesn't care and she just doesn't care about it. And like and if, if it were just me, it'd be the other end where it's like Craig's so emotional. We're never going to hire somebody else for this. So I, I think it's that's what's really interesting to me about especially a week like this, you know, like this week we went through with all these curveballs. It's like especially a week like this, because we can balance each other in this stuff.
0: And I also feel like, you know, when we're on vacation, especially for two weeks like this, we spend a lot of time in that white space thinking about the future, about the goals for the, the the company at large, but all of our individual team members. So I come back and, you know, someone decides it's time to move on and I think, oh god but I've got this great plan for you. Right. I like, I see like, this is, oh no, you don't even understand. And now I'm like, oh, now we can't even, I have all this Excited pent up energy To move forward and start new things And now I'm like Crap We can't move forward with anything because now I have to take all my time and deal with starting over. Two
1: steps forward, one step back. And I think all business owners probably feel that way. I mean, an entrepreneur has, you know, we talk about it in our industry in remodeling how when you're remodeling your kitchen, there's, you know, there's this roller coaster of remodeling. It's up and it's down. It's up and it's down. There's high points, there's low points. You're really depressed when we're doing drywall and everything's dusty and sandy. But when the cabinets go in, you start to get happy. You know, so I think the a day in a life of the entrepreneur is the same thing.
0: Yes, um, and I think I think we see it through you visually and emotionally and in your body much more than we see it through me sometimes. But I think that I mean we both have it. It's that I'm um, again I'm excited. Oh no, I can't. We're not going to do this. Okay, no, it's working. We've got this. Oh, um, I messed this up. Like I did not handle talking to him the way. I would have wanted to when right. he came in. Um, okay, we've got this. I, you know, we're 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 working. But if we don't fill somebody, we're going to go bankrupt. We're not. We're not going to be able to do this anymore. We're going to have all these unhappy people. You know what? We know what we're doing. Yeah, We've so got this. It is.
1: It's like up and down. You're you're up and down the whole time. And and
0: and that's every day. That's not even when a curveball comes. Yeah.
1: And that's every. And I agree with you. I mean, I think it's. I think it's definitely amplified when you know you have weeks like this where you have people moving in and out of the business, and a key managers dealing with a family issue, and you have all of that stuff happening. I think that you know, and kind of having this conversation is interesting in a way, because I also think that like one of the things that you and I, and we've talked about this on the show before, is you and I work really hard as a married couple to try to balance each other when one is when one's at one peak. The other tries to be at the other peaks or not necessarily tries. But like if you're down, I try to be on the high end. Right. And if I'm down, you try to be on the high end. And and it's harder when you have weeks like we had this week where I think you and I mirrored each other a lot this week with our emotions.
0: Yes. Um, but then I think we also tried very hard to push against that. Mm-hmm. And it was Almost even worse this week, I think, for like, okay, Craig's really upset right now. So I'm going to be real happy and optimistic, even though I don't feel like I am.
1: I know. And then, like, and then, like, one of us, like, then I'm just being annoying to you when I'm trying to be happy <laughs> and optimistic. And you're like, yeah, I just want you to focus and stop trying to stop asking me how I am. And, <laughs> you know, so I think, and it's interesting because, and going back to that roller coaster, like, we, we, I think we felt it all week. Like, we felt that up and down all week. And then, you know, we were sitting. Uh, at the end of the week, we had a fire in our fire pit. We're sitting on our patio. Our kids are you know watching TV. We're hanging out, we just made dinner uh relaxing and we just had this it was this moment I think where you and I stopped and we looked at each other and we're like, listen it's not it's not bad. like we've done this for twenty years. We're gonna continue doing this. There are bumps in the road. there are curveballs that come. You just deal with it. You just you just you just take it and you and you go to the. You take a deep breath, you breathe. You don't rush. You make good decisions, and you realize that you got it. It's gonna be. T- it might be tough for a few days, a few weeks, or a month or two or whatever, but you've got to realize that you got it.
0: Yeah, and I think you know, as I talked through with other colleagues this week, how they deal with curveballs, we did kind of come up with this like checklist that we should be using all the time so that we. Do address things well and you know we don't come off as too cold or too emotional um and i think you know one of the things that most everybody talked about is when you get an initial curveball information like to pause to breathe to listen um that's where most of us said that we don't do um and i get i agree i don't do that um how do, how can I become more aware as things come up to do that step? You know, if a team member comes to you and says that they're going to leave, to ask them what their plan is. Why are they leaving? Um, and to actively listen as part of that breathing, pausing, thinking portion um, and understand what's there. Is this a you problem? Is this a company a systems a policies or is there something else going on their life is there something personal is this just an opportunity for them to grow that they can't do here or they don't think they can do here um and then after you get that information again to stop and breathe and take a minute and let it in and don't get angry or defensive um no matter what it is, whether it's a client or, you know, you're going to go through those emotional, the grief stages, no matter Mm -hmm. what a curveball is, is coming to you. Right. And then I
1: think what you do is you, you, you you start to put together a plan. You, we we talked about like, then you've got to, you've got to like, you've, you, you've assessed yourself, you've assessed your emotions and now you've got to assess the plan. And so you've got to find out, you know, what the next step is. I mean, Alison, you, you, that's usually like a lot of times that's where you go first is the plan.
0: Right. Instead of being step four, I make that step one.
1: Yeah. And so, but I think that, you know, after, when you get to that point, you've got to, you know, ID what the issue is, What what's going to be the next course of action. You know, if, in our case, it's it's finding a new person to fulfill this role and reminding ourselves, and that, this is more for me, I think sometimes than you, you're the one who does really good about us reminding us and the whole team, like reminding ourselves that, we don't need to skip any steps or do any, like in this case, making a hire, we don't need to skip any steps because we feel like it's an emergency because it's a curveball that came out of nowhere.
0: Right. I think that that's something you and I just talked about. You were like, Oh, just bring them in. And I was like, we've got a process that's been working really well. As much as we want to steamroll it, we have to agree to ourselves to stick with the process that's been working. Um, so I think that that was, a, I think that was a good pushback for me Um because I totally got where you were coming from, but I think that we've done this enough to know that the new process that we've implemented works. So we have to we have to commit
1: commit to ourselves to do it. Yeah, and I agree. And I mean, I think that's the, that's the thing is like you know you need to make sure that you you're doing the work. You're you're doing what you normally would do if it wasn't curveball. Like you're making the decisions the same the same way. And then finally and I think you know and we, I feel like this is actually something we do a good job of um is to communicate with your team. Like we pretty much talked with everybody else this week, you know, about the changes that were being made and the things that were happening and you know, and we had a little side text chain going um with some of us about, you know, the employees uh family member that had passed away and how we were handling that and the uh, you know, so there was Make sure that there's full communication, that, like, you don't get so tunnel vision and shut down that you only deal with it and you don't think of how it affects everybody else.
0: Right. And we always have to remember that the team only needs to know what they need to know, and they don't need to know more than that or too many details we don't want to get ourselves in trouble sometimes by giving them more information than they need they need to know what the problem is how what they can do to alleviate whatever the curveball is and what the
1: long-term plan is and then you know obviously the next thing is is you know you have a plan you follow that plan, you get it done. And then after you've done it, after you've, if it's for, in this case, we're bringing somebody new in or, in, and we'll, we'll we, Allison and I will take, in a week or two, we will stop and we will take a, a, a snapshot back on this week and how we dealt with things and how we could have done some things different and what we did right, what we did wrong. Um, you know, we call it, I, I mean, I this kind of sounds dark. Both of us come from a theater background. We call it an autopsy in theater after a show was done. You oh, would is that do, why we
0: call it that? Yeah.
1: You would do, after a show was done, you do an autopsy of the, of the performance and you'd talk about things that went well and things that didn't go well. And, and that's a, that's a theater thing. I mean, obviously autopsy has another connotation as well when somebody passes away. But, um, But that's what we call it as well. So, like, we do it with all of our projects. When a project finishes in our business, we have an autopsy meeting with all the team members that were involved. And I think same here. Like, we'll have a – Allison and I will sit down in a couple of weeks and we'll have a little short meeting or maybe in the fall planning meeting we'll talk a little bit about, okay, this one week in August, things went crazy. How do we handle it? What did we do good? What did we do bad? What should we do different next time? So that we've learned from it, that we continue to to get better. So it's definitely tough. You know, when a curveball comes, Allison, it's one of those things where your your first inclination is to jump into crisis mode and be frantic and hectic. And it's really and I and I know that it's hard not to do that. And initially, I think everybody does that. I think it's being able to catch yourself and and turn it back down from a ten to a to a seven
0: and think a little strategically about it when we first started talking to people this week about how they handle it every everyone just looked at us kind of blankly and so it took a few minutes to really get that ball rolling with okay so we're all going to get curveballs if we think about it before we're getting them maybe we can handle them a little bit better in the future
1: yeah and Allison you have a great book that people could get from audible.com. You can also get a free 30 days of Audible on us. Visit audibletrial.com slash bizmarried, B-I-Z married, and you get a free 30 days. Sign up there, and you could download this book. Yeah,
0: um, I think everyone should check out Hitting the Curveballs, How Crisis Can Strengthen and Grow Your Business. It's by Jay Myers, and it's, again, one of these storytelling books. Um, In it, Myers offers readers plenty of solid tips and practical advice um, that business owners can apply to the business. And you know me, that's what I like. I like a book that will give me action items to try. Um, And he challenges us as business owners to get out of our comfort zone and embrace creativity and new strategies um, for marketing, for employee accountability. Um, And he really kind of shows us how we can not only hit curveballs that are thrown out our way, but use them to grow our business.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So check that out. Go to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried, sign up, get a free 30 days and check out Hitting the Curveballs by Jay Myers. Well, everybody, thanks for listening this week. We'll be back next week with another show. Don't forget, you can find us online. Follow us on Instagram or Twitter at BizMarried or find us on Facebook, Married with a Business. And check out our website, MarriedWithABusiness.net. It's got everything on it, all the resources, anything we talk about, most of the stuff we talk about here gets put up on our resource page yep, there.
0: Yep. And you can just click on the links and you can get to you can get to Amazon or the Home Chef, anything like that, just right off the resources page.
1: Yeah. Check it out, uh, MarriedWithABusiness.net. And thanks, everybody, for for listening and remember not only is it important to focus on your business but also your marriage because we're married with a business